Good morning, good morning. How are you? This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for your everyday life. And what a time this is, so much uproar and anxiety and anticipation and everything going on. Very strong week we have coming up ahead of us. And so I want to share with you some thoughts, some possibilities. And the title of the talk for today is Be a Beholder. I love that word, beholder. I've always loved that word. Whenever I hear it, somehow it calms me. It opens my vistas. It brings different perspective to whatever is happening. Be a beholder. If you behold something, behold, it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, just behold it, look at it, be with it. Open your eyes, open your heart, open your mind. Behold, oh my goodness, look what is happening. Look at this huge drama of life that we have been embedded in. Sometimes we behold things that are very beautiful. Astonishing. A sunset. Oh, behold the sunset. The colors, the moment, the beauty that is being brought to us. Other times we behold a rainstorm. It looks scary. It looks fierce. It looks difficult. We behold warnings. We behold encouragement. Many, 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 many things come to us as we go through day by day, every day. And and of course, of course, our reactions predominate. We jump in, we call our friends, we try to fix it, we try to do something about it. We try to avoid it, we try to protect ourselves from it. Behold, it's different. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Behold this, which means stay still, be quiet, which is zazen. Stay right where you are. Don't flail around. Don't rush around. Behold it. Be with it. Look at it. Take it in. You know, a very interesting thing happens when we do that on the cushion. When we're doing zazen on the cushion, Many, many, many things come up. We are sitting silently in a certain posture, and that posture is designed and intended to quiet the mind, open the heart, open the eyes. It's a good posture. It wakes us up when we sit with a straight back and the hand position in the legs. it, it, It opens certain channels in the body, and it stops other other kinds of things from going on within. You know, if you're sitting with your back drooped over, you're really inviting thoughts. You're inviting all kinds of disturbances in. And when you open that back up, straighten it up, change happens in the mind itself. The body and mind are so intricately interconnected. They're actually one, two parts of the same being. Just looks like two parts, but... What we think and feel affects the body greatly and how the body is cared for and held 
affects the mind and heart as well. <coughs> Excuse me. Interconnected. So if we start running around, carrying on, the mind will race with us, the heart will pound. And in a sense, there can be a lot of dis- disarray that goes on then. We join in an external disarray sometimes. Hear news, such screaming, carrying on, frightened. And that intensifies the whole process. Somehow, we can't, we, at, when that happens, we get lost. We're lost. We're not there anymore. We're just part of a huge sea of waves going on and on. And when you choose instead to be a beholder, that's quite another way of being. And Zazen is actually the practice of being a beholder. And here come the elections. There are going to be all kinds of news and reactions and fears and gossip and rumors and and everything, everything. It'll be everything. Big soup, big soup. So it's very easy already, friends and dear ones who I love are caught up in this tide. It's an ebb tide feeling overwhelmed, which is so understandable, feeling afraid, which is very understandable, on and on. Not knowing where to go for real news, as I hear them say. That's very interesting, the whole concept of real news. What is real news? That's a great thing to get real news. Wow, we all want (laughs) real news in this world. I want the truth. Of course, of course, we all want the truth. Of course. And where are we going to get it? Now, that is an incredible koan. And that very question is what has caused me in particular to sit and practice for years and years and years because I want real news. (laughs) I want the truth. I I want to know what's really going on. It's so interesting we say this over and over, not realizing that that is the aspiration for doing the Zazen practice. Real news, I want real news. Okay, sit down, because you have all the answers within. You have all the real moments within. It's all waiting for you. You're all set up to get all kinds of wonderful real news, good news, clear news. And you're also already, already, you're set up to make the right response. It's all there. It's not that we lack anything except attention and attentiveness. We lack the willingness or the ability to be above, not the ability, never the ability. We just, maybe we don't know how to be a beholder of life and of ourselves and of the day and of the moment. Now, some people think, well, if I'm just going to step back and be still and observe or behold, I'll be distant, disconnected, cold, won't be part of life. And that just the exact opposite is true. The exact opposite. As we behold, we get the real news and we become so intrigued, so fascinated, so, so apart connected to everything and so at one with it and so able to make a really beneficial constructive response 
and to be that point for others as well where they don't get swept up in the web tide that's going on. So that's a very important point to clarify that to be a beholder doesn't mean to be cold, separate, detached, judging things, not at all. It means to become still, be still, to become one within, which is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful teaching. Become one. You already are one, of course. One mind, one body, everything, one spirit, everything interconnected, but we don't function that way and we don't experience our lives that way because we're so caught up by the fake news, which is our thoughts, our fears, our dreams, our imagination, our fantasies, the rumors, the gossip, that all goes on outside and it goes on within us as well. And when that goes on, that blocks out the real new, what's really happening. It blocks it out, both in the external world and certainly in the internal world. We can see it vividly when we sit. We see it vividly. It's as if we're sitting in the middle of an ocean and everything is churning up. Sometimes nothing churns up. Sometimes the ocean is very quiet and still. Okay, both situations, behold it. Just behold it. Behold it. Become a beholder of it. Become a beholder. And it means don't do anything about it when you're sitting in Zazen. Just let it be. Watch. Be with it. Behold it. Oh, you know, beholding is different from observing. The word, you know, the experience of beholding. There's a wonder about it. You know, there's a phrase: "Behold the treetops flush with leaves." Beautiful. There's a beauty in beholding. Whenever we really behold something, we feel almost a magical wonder, a sense of spaciousness a sense of beauty, a sense of love. And we also have a sense that we are just a part of this enormity of this life. And we are being given a privilege, a gift, a blessing to behold it. Wow, there's something to see. Wow, what is this? It's beautiful. There's a great beauty, even in things that might seem frightening or negative when we let that mind go flying wild. In Zen, it's sometimes called the monkey mind. It's the mind that generates catastrophes, fear, division, hatred, etc., etc., etc. Justification for negative behavior, it's very easy to justify it. That's the, that's the monkey mind at work. That's what it's called. It's the mind that hops and jumps, cannot be still, cannot be honest can't, because it doesn't know itself, cannot be clear. It's not a beneficial mind to you or anyone else. It just isn't. And there it is, hopping around. So as we do Zazen, we're stopping. When we sit still, we're giving that monkey mind a lot less energy to go roaming around. And when we behold the monkey mind as well, it quiets down. That's very fascinating. Very, very, we don't have to do anything about it. <clears throat> Sometimes we, as, I mean, even me, I was a therapist for so many, many years, an analyst. They analyze it. They try to figure it out. We have many ways of trying to g- grapple with the monkey mind. 
And really, most of them are really, they just don't work. The best way is to behold the monkey mind, behold it. <clears throat> Part of the endless phenomena of this life, behold it. Oh, here you are. There's no anger in when you behold something, you're just beholding it. And as you do so, it cannot remain very long. It cannot attack you or affect you because you're not believing it, you're beholding it. There's a big difference, a huge difference. Once we get caught up in believing, believing, then we are off on this ride. Believe this rumor, believe this person, believe this party, believe this statement. Then we get into confusion, tremendous confusion. And, and, and we can get knocked up against the walls. Now, I'm not saying don't believe anything, but as you behold your inner and outer world, clarity comes by itself inevitably. You don't have to believe it. You see it clearly. You know it. There's a big difference between knowing and believing very big difference, big difference. You know, we, we believe so many things that we find out just aren't true and then we get hurt or disappointed or frightened or shipwrecked or we don't know how to trust our own self anymore when we believe and believe and then it's not true. So that, that, that's just a human experience. We all have it. But when we know, it's different. <laughs> know for yourself. Like when you drink a cup of tea, you know if it's hot or cold, you know. If you're drinking a nice hot cup of tea and someone says, oh, don't, that's really cold. <clears throat> well, you don't, you don't, you, you know, it's, you know that. It's, it's, it's not cold. It's warm. Maybe for them it's cold, but you know you're drinking a hot cup of tea. You know. And Zazen returns us to our intrinsic knowingness which we all have. We just have forgotten how to trust it and how to behold, be a beholder. And you know, I just, I know the time is running out a bit now, but I just want to say something. I'll talk more about this again. When, when we are a beholder, also we're not the doer. That's a very interesting moment to realize, oh my goodness, I'm not in charge of all this stuff that's going on. It's happening and I'm beholding it. I'm with it. I'm part of it. But I'm not the doer. Which helps us find our true place. Let be, helps us let go of wanting to control every single thing or feeling utterly responsible for every little thing. We don't become irresponsible, but true responsibility means the ability to respond, not to react. So anyway, there's a lot to talk about in becoming a beholder. I hope this is helpful to all of you through this week. By the way, I'm going to be offering a course on spiritual counseling. It's called Sacred Psychology Counseling. If you're interested in joining, it starts this Thursday night, oddly enough, for three weeks. Uh, send me an email at topspeaker at yahoo.com. We're going to deal with a lot of these issues in the course and how we truly help another. That's a huge koan, a beautiful koan, and so much needed also at this time.
So thank you for listening. The URL uh, for this talk is zenwisdomtoday.com. And thank you for your wonderful emails. I love being in touch and corresponding with all of you. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and behold (laughs) what is coming right now. Bye-bye.